always seem to be talking about transformation of some sort these days. Business transformation, digital transformation, market transformation. But is your supply chain keeping up? Welcome to Gartner ThinkCast, where the world's top IT and business experts explore the most important issues on your agenda. Here are the insights you need to help solve your most pressing challenges and build a more impactful long-term strategy. And you can go even deeper on these topics with Gartner Webinars at gartner.com webinars. And now, the latest edition of Gartner ThinkCast. Supply chain transformation takes different forms, but there is one constant for every organization. Your supply chain must evolve. So what should your supply chain evolve to? And how will that impact your supply chain strategy? Hi, I'm Scott Smith, and I'm here with Mike Dominey, a Vice President and Chief of Supply Chain Research at Gartner. Mike, thanks for joining us. So what are we talking about when we say transforming the supply chain? There's two fundamental transformations that companies go through as they improve their supply chain performance. So the first one is called a supply chain transformation, where they move to integrate the different functions in the supply chain and improve each of those functions. So it's the first one that kind of moves them through the first three stages of maturity along a demand-driven maturity curve. The second is a demand-driven transformation. So that's where they really go from an integrated, internally-focused supply chain to an externally-oriented demand-driven, customer-driven supply chain. And, I mean, obviously we all want to become more effective, more efficient, but why do the companies transform their supply chain? You alluded a bit in that answer, but if you could expand on that. Yeah, there's a couple reasons. There's a driver or catalyst or some external spark or force that causes the company to need to transform. So in the early stages, so moving through the integrated supply chain, it's usually driven by cost and efficiency, the need to reduce the cost, and improve operational efficiency and effectiveness. The second uh, type of transformation, demand-driven, is usually sparked by an external force like customer service and customer satisfaction. We need to improve the way we work with customers and tailor our response. So the key point is really around a spark, trigger, catalyst. Some people will use the term burning platform to describe the need to transform a supply chain. What are the types of projects, though, that companies implement as part of this transformation? We're talking, you know, someone might be hearing going, okay, there's my supply chain. I got a lot of moving parts to it. What, are, what am I supposed to be changing? Right. So in the supply chain transformation, the integration process, the initiative that most companies go through is sales and operations planning. Tends to be kind of a centralized theme and a driver because that really uh, connects demand and supply, integrates the different functions, balances what's happening on the sales side of the organization with supply chain and operations. So that's the main key initiative. And there are initiatives within each of the functions, like in sourcing procurement, there's category management and improvements there, and logistics, there's things like better management of carriers, those types of things that happen in the integration of supply chain in that first transformation. The second one is where you see the demand-driven transformation, where you see things coming along like supply chain segmentation, where you really look at the different customer segments and define the outcomes you need to deliver, cost to serve, Um, How do we identify what it really costs to serve this group of customers, blending those together? And then ultimately, you mentioned digital before, digital transformation and digital business models start to appear at later stages. And that also changes the way the supply chain operates. 
you know, one of the things, though, is we, we have to remind ourselves is it is the supply chain. Everything is linked together and there's an end-to-end. You're getting from point A to point B. Um, and there's always that danger if you go to, let's say, drive down cost in one area, and if you do it without remembering the other areas, you can throw off the other parts of the supply chain, which calls, of course, for the strategy. How do I develop a supply chain strategy that's truly impactful for my needs? Yeah, there's a couple of steps that are, a couple of major steps that are involved with doing that. The first and and foremost activity that has to happen is a clear understanding of what the enterprise strategy is and the goals and having alignment around it. It sounds very simple, but oftentimes it's confusing. Uh, Companies may say they want to be lowest cost and deliver the, the market leading customer experience and customer service. Those are opposite ends of the spectrum. So understanding what those corporate goals and objectives are, then cascading those down to what does that mean from the overall supply chain perspective, then linking it down ultimately. So what does this mean for each of the functions like logistics and manufacturing and sourcing and procurement? How do we need to operate? What are the capabilities we need to have in place in order to support those outcomes we need to have in place to support the enterprise strategy? So cascading all the way down. Well, with that, actually, um, the next thing I wanted to ask you about was executing and implementing that strategy. And I'm thinking with the supply chain, you mentioned, first of all, the different functions. But many of those functions aren't even under the immediate umbrella of the enterprise. There's a lot of external parts, too. So how do we execute and implement a supply chain strategy which touches so many um, myriad areas? Yeah, the implementation or execution of the strategy is all about establishing the roadmaps and prioritizing the projects you need to implement. And the priority for those projects depends on the outcomes you're trying to deliver for the overall enterprise strategy and also a function of what your capabilities are today and your current performances today will drive which ones should be implemented for a second and third. And of course, we do need to also connect with the external ecosystem, right? The, in, the, in the supply chain area, logistics partners, contract manufacturing partners, suppliers, customers, other trade uh, channel partners are all in the mix, especially as you become more demand-driven and more advanced, more externally oriented in your approach. You can find much more on this and other key IT and business topics in Gartner's webinars at gartner.com slash webinars. And of course, more of our ThinkCast discussions at gartner.com slash podcasts. And now, back to this ThinkCast conversation. Now, is a phrase I've seen in in your research as I was uh, preparing for this, and you've mentioned it earlier, and that is supply chain segmentation. What is that? Yeah, so segmentation is really about understanding, the way I like to describe it, is understanding the dominant buying behavior of customers that are in the market and then translating that into an operational response to support those buying behaviors and what the outcomes are that the customers really require. It's a little bit different. The term segmentation has been around for literally decades. We've segmented our customer base based upon how much they spend with us or what region they're in or what geography they're in. This is a fundamentally different approach, however. It's really understanding what outcome they're really looking for. Are they primarily buying based upon cost and price? Are they primarily buying based upon the uh, high-level service? And having, so, so supply chain segmentation is about having multiple types of operational responses to support the different markets we're trying to serve. Mike, one of the uh, areas that Gartner talks about, especially when dealing on the INO side, is bimodal. Mm-hmm. What, to so make sure everyone's on the same page, what 
is bimodal? And more importantly for our discussion, how does it apply to the supply chain? So bimodal is simply a two complementary approaches to managing the implementation of initiatives or the improvement of a particular area. So whether it's an IT or supply chain or what have you. So in supply chain, it's about having a predictable, repeatable kind of response to the demand signal, right, to customer orders and requests that are coming into the supply chain organization. So that's mode one. Mode two is about really having a flexible approach to how you're um, responding to customer demands and having an unconstrained, no-holds-barred kind of approach. So it's really two different approaches to how you manage the implementation of the projects Right? And I think the most important thing for supply chain leaders is the linkage between the two. So when do we start moving projects and initiatives, concepts that we're piloting or testing in mode two into a mode one, a very predictable, reliable, dependable kind of outcome or response, whether that's low cost or efficient or extremely agile and responsive, right? So that's the summary of bimodal. And we were just talking about supply chain segmentation earlier. One of the traps or mistakes that companies often make when they think about this is they think bimodal means mode one is low cost and efficient, mode two is agile only. You can have a very predictable, reliable response and be agile but still have mode one around that, right? Mode two really is this ability to pilot and test and not have negative consequences associated with piloting and testing various approaches to solving a problem. Well, one of the problems I know a lot of our listeners might be thinking is this all sounds well and good, but I have to get funding to implement some changes. Not always the easiest thing to do, especially in the economic climate we've been dealing with the past few years. So, how do I win funding for my supply chain initiatives, which obviously have such, could have such wide-ranging impact and benefits, but may not always be top of mind for the uh, folks holding the money on the business side? Sure. So the way I'd like to describe it is delivering a business case is a blend of art and science. So the, the science component is very familiar to most of us, right? So it's about the financials, as to how much inventory are we going to save or how much cost are we going to reduce, how are we going to grow revenue and sales. So that's the science component, and there's, oh, that's always going to be required. The art component is how do we actually deliver the pitch to the executive team and how do we connect this to the strategic goals and outcomes of the company, right? So that is really the art component of it. You're really selling your idea. And supply chain leaders need to be, I think, stronger or better at that salesmanship, especially when engaging the executive team. So bringing that art component into it and really, really critical is connecting it to the overall strategy and showing a clear linkage between these detailed projects or initiatives within the supply chain organization that you know you need to do in order to support the outcomes, connecting that up to the top level corporate goals and objectives. Mike, thank you. Mike Dominey is a Vice President and Chief of Supply Chain Research at Gartner. Gartner is an impartial, independent analyst of the information technology industry. All content provided by other enterprises is expressly the views of those enterprises and the speakers. The information should not be construed as a Gartner endorsement of said enterprise's products or services. Again, we encourage you to check out our other podcast and webinar offerings on Gartner.com where you also can see more of what Gardner offers for supply chain professionals by clicking the eponymous link on the landing page. For ThinkCast, I'm Scott Smith. And that's another episode of Gardner ThinkCast. 
We want your insights. So email us at GartnerThinkCast at Gartner.com. You can hear more ThinkCast segments at Gartner.com slash podcasts. And you can subscribe to our podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. And when you're there, make sure to rate us. Thank you for listening to ThinkCast. Thank you.